0: Blog Talk Radio. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pasture, he leaves me beside. The my soul through thou with me thou Yes, good morning, Pastor Jim Newsom, and this is Truth in the Word on Christian Survival Radio the twenty-sixth day of february twenty nineteen we're broadcasting today from north central west virginia We're going to continue on today in the last book the last uh, chapter of the book of revelation <clears throat> before we do let's go to prayer precious heavenly father we thank you lord for an opportunity one more time to expound your word your truth lord that'll set us free at your word you said your word will never ever pass away and it'll always do that what you sent it to do and never come back void we ask these things all in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. We talked yesterday concerning uh, the water and the tree of life. And we left off the verse five and said, there shall be no night there and they need no candle, neither light of the sun for the Lord God giveth them light and they shall reign forever and ever. This is the perfect eternal age that we were talking about. Of course, this is future. This is future, and if you know Jesus Christ, you will be there. You will you will see, and you will participate, and you will reign according to what the Word of God says. So the most important thing in our life is our relationship with, with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So we're going to start in verse 6 today and talk about the promise of the return of Christ. We're kind of like the epilogue or the ending of this great book. And we're going to see... Uh, if you've got a red-letter a red Bible that, that Jesus once again speaks here, this is uh, wrapping up this book, things that are to happen hereafter. Uh, encouragement for us today should bring us peace. The Bible calls the blessed hope. Our trust is completely in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, crucified, Him coming out of the grave on the third day, sitting by the Father's right hand. The Word of God says, making intercession for me and for you. The Word of God says he's coming back very, very soon. And the Bible says we must love his appearing. So I need to ask you the question today. Do you love his appearing? Are you looking for him? Or does this world and this world system... Have you wrapped up and bogged down? Do we stand with one leg in the world and one leg trying to serve God? Are we divided or halted between two opinions? Are we lukewarm? Are we Laodicean? Um, Are we pleasing to God? Is everything our entire being? Do we worship and praise Him? Do we give Him everything within our lives today? I want to read to you before we begin before we begin, I believe, around verse uh, 6 of Revelation 22, out of the book of Acts, out of the book of Acts. And Jesus said in verse 4, verse chapter 1, and being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. For John, truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost, not many days hence. Hmm. Promise of God. The baptism with the Holy Ghost. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? Now, the book of Revelation called Jacob's Trouble. And Israel very prominent. After chapter 4, Israel is very prominent in what's going on. The Antichrist, the false prophet, Israel recognizing their Messiah, the 144,000. Uh, God dealing with his chosen people, Israel. No, he's not casting them aside. Certainly not. He's going to deal with them during the tribulation period, as well as others on the earth. But he's going to deal with, with Israel. Verse 7, he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons, which the Father hath put in his own power. But you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. While they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up behold two men stood by them in white apparel which also said verse 11 Acts 1 which also said ye men of Galilee why stand ye gazing up into heaven the same Jesus which is taken up from you into heaven shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven read this again which he said, ye men of Galilee, why stand you gazing up into heaven? The same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. So the promise of his coming. Now, Jesus will talk today about how things are going to be wrapped up. What is our posture? What, how do we act? How do we conduct ourselves? The Bible says, when you see these things come to pass, look up, because your redemption draws nigh. So, Revelation 22, verse 6. And he said unto me, these sayings are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly come. The angel. This is future. This is future things that will shortly come. That word angel there means messenger, which could definitely translate into preacher, who preachers preach the good news. The gospel is the good news. The gospel is the truth of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the gospel. He's to be preached. He's to be preached crucified. He's to be preached resurrected. He's to be preached coming back. Warning should go forth in the nations, especially in America, that Jesus Christ is coming back. And then things will be right on the earth. The church will not make things right on the earth. We are the ecclesia, the called out ones. We are to preach the gospel. But the consummation of all things will happen when Jesus Christ comes back and sets up, of course, his thousand year reign. And then the eternal age, which we're talking about now, the perfect age. Verse seven The Lord begins to speak.
1: Behold
0: I come quickly. Now, <clears throat> everybody know what, what the word quickly means I come quickly or interpret it sometimes as being in one day or shortly without delay, suddenly, readily at the appointed time. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. So this is prophecy. This is future events. And he does come back. And it's described at the height of the Battle of Armageddon where he comes back with the saints of God and puts down the Antichrist and Establishes a thousand year reign. We talked about that. And after the thousand year reign, Satan will be loosed for a short period of time. Once again, uh, the city and the saints will be surrounded, and God Almighty will answer with fire from heaven, and Satan will be put away forever and ever and ever. But the word says, Blessed is he. Blessed is he. This is a beatitude. The Bible declares that. Uh, there is a blessing for those that will read this book, Matthew chapter five talks about blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are those that mourn. So there's a blessing attributed to keeping the sayings of this prophecy or this book. In other words, pay attention to it, study it, study it. In Revelation three eleven it says, Behold, I come quickly. Hold thou fast, which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Revelation 1:3 blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keeps those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. There's another blessing. Another blessing. So blessed is he that keeps the sayings of this book. Don't, we do not disregard this book on account of difficulty of the the understanding of it, because it's the Holy Ghost that gives revelation. As we read this book, the depth in it can never can never be reached, but there's a truth in the book of Revelation. So read it and keep the sayings thereof, and the Bible says you'll be blessed if you keep these prophecies if you keep the sayings of the prophecies verse eight and i john saw these things and heard them and when i'd heard and seen i fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which showed me these things so this is john being a uh, a witness he's a witness of what is to come he's a witness of what jesus christ said and he you know john was with Jesus in his earthly ministry. He was the beloved disciple, the Lord of God says. And he says he worshipped before the feet of the angel which showed me these things. Verse 9 Then saith he unto me, See thou not do it, for I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren are prophets, and of them which keep the sayings of this book. So uh, I believe this is the second time that John have done this. So uh, this was an angel or one of the great, he says, he calls himself a prophet. It could have been one, one, one of the prophets of old. Eagerly awaits the fulfillment of the prophecies. See, Most of the prophets died without their prophecies coming to pass. But some of them are even come past today in 2019. It was prophesied thousands of years ago because God keeps his word. Heaven and earth will pass away, but God's word will never, ever pass away. Revelation 19.10 says, I fell at his feet to worship him. He said unto me, See thou not do it, I am thy fellow servant. And thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus worship God for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. This was another time that John fell before an angel and uh, the angel of the Lord said, Get up not to worship me. This is not about me, but this is about the Lord. This is about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Verse 10, and he saith unto me, seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. Now Daniel was told to seal. For they shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. This is the day of revelation from the word of God, not new revelation spawned in the heart of men but the revelation of the word of God. Study to show yourself approved, a workman that need if not to be ashamed, the word of God says. Study. Study. So my people, he says, will not perish for the lack of knowledge. Seal not the sayings of this prophecy of this book for the time is at hand. So the things in this book are meant to be Uh, revealed or understood. They're not hidden. They're not in, I guess, a code so to speak. A lot of people talk about codes, but the Word of God is to be revealed. This is called the revelation, the apocalypse, the revelation which God gave Jesus and Jesus gave John. This is the revelation of Jesus Christ. So the time is at hand so the time began as far as the New Testament is concerned in the book of Acts and the church age is just about over the great tribulation will what will, will follow then the second coming whilst you're in the kingdom age and followed by the perfect age and this is all future but we are coming to the end of the church age how how can you say that? Because of the signs of the times. Because what the word of God says. is, Will happen is happening. For men will wax worse and worse. The Bible says men will continue. To get evil. And more evil. If that's a correct term. They will wax. Or worse and worse. Deception. The, the greatest tool of the enemy. Take heed. Jesus said that no man deceive you. Delusion will flood the minds of people because they refuse to retain God in their knowledge. So for the time is at hand. He says, keep the sayings. The time is at hand. Think about this today. So it's right Around the corner, it's upon us, so to speak. Now in Daniel twelve four, but thou o Daniel, shut up the word to seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. That's prophecy too. That's what's happening now. Many are running to and fro, and knowledge is being increased. Increased technology is abounding. It's just growing. About by by men seek knowledge more than they seek God. They are Gnostics, so to speak. But yet there's a knowledge of the Word of God to those that want it. The Bible says if you hunger and thirst after righteousness, and the righteousness of Jesus Christ is revealed in this book, if you hunger and thirst after that righteousness, the Bible says you will be be filled. And this is this is ultimate wisdom that comes from the Word of God. We will not puff up men, but we will humble men. The Bible says, if we become humble, then in due time we shall be exalted. Revelation 1, 3, blesses he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is in hand. I'm repeating that scripture. Okay, verse 11. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. He which is filthy, let him be filthy still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. He that is holy, let be still. Let him be holy still. Hmm. So, this this states that men are sealing their destiny by their actions, by their habits in their lives, by their works. It's good to have faith, but you've got to have worked with the faith. It's good to have faith, but you've got to repent. See, there'll be no salvation unless there's repentance. Never. There never be salvation without repentance. Repent and do your first works over. I believe he told the church at Ephesus. God, God can change your course today, and He can He can change those that's once been unjust and uh, were a were a that uh, they they are corrupt. But this is done only through the blood of Jesus Christ. He's he's the game changer, if I might use that term. He's the only one that can change an individual. Job said, I wait all the days of my life for my change. And the change comes through knowing Jesus Christ. So if you're sick and tired of your lifestyle, if you're sick and tired of where you're at, then call the name of Jesus. You go to church and churches are needed. Upon this rock I shall build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. But the churches need to preach the gospel, and the gospel is Jesus Christ. We can't deviate. Paul said, "For there, those will come in in sheep's clothing; they will be wolves, and they will preach another Jesus." In other words, pointing towards the spirit of the antichrist, and eventually pointing to the person of the antichrist. who will will be uh, 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 backed up, so to speak, by the false prophet, the word of God says. So the the way that you change your life is through Jesus Christ. So it's coming down to the point that people are going to remain the way that they are, that they're not going to have time to change that. The window of opportunity is going to be gone. How long will we be halted between two opinions? Man puts his hand to the plow and looks back is not worthy of the kingdom of God. In Daniel 12, 10, many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. Those that have made choices, see, we make a choice today. Choose you this day whom you are going to serve. So Jesus says in verse 12, Revelation 22, and behold, I come quickly. He just said that up in verse 7. Now he's it's repeating itself down in verse 12. Behold, I come quickly, or suddenly, or in one day, the Bible says, and my reward is with me, hmm. to give every man according as his work shall be. So the reward, whether it be a positive reward or whether it be a negative reward, his reward is with him. We've talked about the two judgments, the beam of seed of Christ is where the saints of God will be, and the white throne is where we don't want to be. The words will be spoken at that particular judgment, depart from me ye workers of iniquity, because I know you not. And the only way we can produce good works or good fruit is through our faith in Jesus Christ and our repentance. Our repentance. Faith Faith is good. The Bible says the devils believe and tremble, but, but they don't repent. Have we confessed our sins? For he is just and true to forgive that which we have done, the Bible says. We don't confess before men on earth. We confess before Jesus Christ. And God is faithful to forgive our sins. So works come from knowing Jesus Christ, and allowing the Holy Spirit to be prominent and working in our lives, to be yielding unto the Spirit of God. For the Spirit of God is our helper. The Holy Ghost is our paraclete, the one that comes alongside to comfort, to help, to teach. Jesus said, Behold, you shall receive power after that you are baptized in the Holy Ghost. Isaiah forty and ten says, Behold, the Lord will come with a strong hand. His arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him and his work before him. Jeremiah 17.10, I, the Lord, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, the self-existing eternal one. I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doing. So works are important when I'm are saved by them. But our fruit is very important. You shall know them. The Bible says by the fruit that they shall bear. He speaks in verse 13. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. That doesn't mean he had a beginning because he didn't. Christ always was and always will be. In the beginning, God, Elohim, the dateless past. God was never created. neither Neither was he absent. He's Alpha and Omega. Things that begin begin with him. But he himself, he himself had no beginning per se. Christ is the beginning of all things, and he is the end of all things. All power and all authority and all dominion has been given unto him. In Revelation 1, 17, excuse me. And when I saw him, I felt his feet as dead, and he laid his right hand on me, saying, Fear not, for I am the first, and I am the last. Alpha is the first letter of the Greek alphabet. Omega is the last letter of the Greek alphabet. So everything is in Christ. He is the nucleus. He is the center. He is the power. He is the glory. He is the hope. He is the soon coming king. If you don't get anything else out of the study, know that Jesus Christ is Lord. Everything was made by him. And for him. Verse 14. Blessed are they that do this, his commandments that they might have right to the tree of life that we talked about back in verses 1 through 5 in this particular chapter. And may enter in through the gates into the city. We talked about the gates, the gates of pearl. We don't get in on our morals or what we've done, or our righteousness, because we have none. The Bible says that our righteousness is but filthy rags before God. The only cleansing agent that we have is the blood of Jesus Christ. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus, my Lord. What can make us whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that cleanses white as snow. Preaching anymore on the blood. the devil certainly wants to minimize the blood because without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin, and there's power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb, the Bible says. Revelation twenty-two fourteen, 14. Blessed, is the word again, are they that do his commandments that they might have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. This is the seventh, or the last, beatitude, or last uh, uh, blessing, stated in Revelation. I'm going to go through these seven. If you bear with me, Revelation 1:3, Blessed is he that readeth, they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. Revelation 14:13, And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Write. Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord. From henceforth, yea, saith the spirit that they may rest from their labors and do follow them. Revelation 16, 15, Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked, and they see his shame. This way he told the church at Laodicea, you're blind and you're poor and you're naked. You're exposed before me you don't accept me. Revelation nineteen nine, and he said unto me, right blessed are they that are called in the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, These are the true sayings of God. Revelation twenty and six, Blessed and holy is he that have part in the first resurrection, on such a second death hath no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and shall reign with him a thousand years. Revelation twenty two, seven, Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of this prophecy of this book. So those who are watched in the blood of the Lamb are the only ones that's going to enter into this city. So blessed are they that do His commandments. Will they have a right to the tree of life? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I come that you might have life, have it more abundantly. The only way we enter in to the city is through the blood of Jesus Christ, or what Jesus Christ done at the cross, and that's only by his grace. Verse 15, for without our dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. There's another description of people that won't enter in over in 21 and 8. The fearful, the unbelieving, the abominable, the murderers, the whoremongers, the sorcerers, idolaters, all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire. And brimstone, which is the second death. So the city will not have dogs or sorcerers. Witchcraft will not be there. Whoremongers, dogs, unbelievers. Those that are perverse. Those that do not accept the Lord Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible says the dog goes back to his vomit. And murderers, that's pretty self-explanatory. Idolaters, whosoever loveth and maketh a lie, all liars shall have their place in the lake of fire. Idolaters are those that put anything above Jesus Christ, because he is Lord and worthy to be praised. The dogs and sorcerers, are sexual immoral, everyone that, who loves and practices lying, people there's people that love to lie. It's it the point that they, that they believe their own lies. Verse sixteen, Jesus speaking again. I, Jesus, sent my angels to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, and the bright and the morning star. Jesus wrote seven epistles to seven churches, which we studied at the beginning of this book. He says, I am the bright and the morning star. Angel means messenger. That refers to, to the angel of the church of Ephesus and the angel of the church of Samaria, Philadelphia. These are the pastors of these churches, the ones that, that are the messengers of the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Numbers 24, 17, I shall see him, but not now. I shall behold him, but not nigh. There shall come a star out of Jacob and a scepter shall rise out of Israel, and shall smite the corners of Moab, and destroy all the children of Seth. Who is the star that comes out of Jacob? Who holds the scepter? For the scepter shall not depart from the tribe of Judah. This is a perfect description of Jesus Christ. And I believe Moses spoke this. Verse 17. And the Spirit and the bride say, Come. And him that hear, say, Come. At him that is a thirst, Come. Whosoever will let him take the water of life freely. This is an invitation. This is the final invitation and a warning. A final invitation and a warning. If you receive, I set before you life and I set before you death. And he says, choose life. So the Holy Spirit here, who wrote this book, by the way, all scripture was given by inspiration of God, is reaching out to a hurting and loss and a dying world. And we, the believers, are to go to the highways and the byways and tell them to come in. Give people an alternative. Tell them that Jesus Christ can save them, can set them free, can heal their bodies, can heal their minds, can heal their spirits. That he loves them. He said, I would that you'd prosper, be in health, even as your soul prospers. I would that none would perish, he says. But each and every one comes unto the everlasting life provided by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And this is a universal call. Jesus died for every nation, for every kindred, for every tongue, for every race. Nobody excluded, for he is no respecter or person. Yes, Israel he chose. The Bible says the oracles of God was given to Israel. He spoke through the prophets of Israel, yes, they are his chosen nation, and I said before, he has not cast them aside, he will deal with them. He's going to take care of his own, but the gospel is universal to Jews and Gentiles alike. The Bible says, and the middle wall of partition was tore down, and we all became one man, and when we say one man, we mean mankind, men, women, boys, and girls, Revelation 21, 6, he said, unto me it is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life for you. So this, this is a invitation for today. For today. He told the woman at the well, he says, you drink the water in this well, you'll thirst again, but drink the water that I give you and by no means will you thirst. That's what he said in his word. You'll never, ever thirst again. Why? Because he is the water. He is the living water. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living. Verse 18. For I testify to every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of the book. If any man shall add unto these things God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. This is a warning. A warning. Proclaims the fact that changing the meaning of the prophecies in this book can bring the judgment of God down upon your head. Very self-explanatory. Speak it the way that's written. Teach it the way that's written. Rightly divide the way that's written. Verse 19. If any man shall take away from the words of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. In other words, they'll lose their blessings. In the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 4, verse 2, you shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall you diminish aught from it, that you may keep the commandments of the Lord, your God, which I command you. Verse 20 and 21. This is the final promise and the final prayer. This is the end of Revelation and the end of the Bible as far as it's written. Verse 20. He which testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Verse 7. I come quickly. Verse 12. I come quickly. So he's coming quickly. In threes, it's confirmed here. Out of the miles or two or three, it shall be confirmed. And then John said, Amen, or, or let it be. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. In 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 22, if any man love not the Lord Jesus Christ, if any man love not the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be. Anatha, mara. Maranatha means come quickly, Lord Jesus. The Christians who were persecuted, especially under Nero, as the lions in the in their great their great sporting events quote unquote were being were tearing their bodies apart, they would cry, "Maranatha, even come quickly, Lord Jesus." And those that love not the Lord, don't love His appearing. Are really, not really looking for Him, and they'll be separated from this thing. They'll not experience this thing of the coming of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. They'll wail at it they moan because of it, but they've not experienced it. Revelation 22, 21, grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Let it be. That's the last verse in the Bible. Revelation is the last book in the Bible. So this proclaims that, that this same message is for all. It's a universal thing. The word amen, it closes out the book Matter of fact, the entire canon of Scripture is done. And it talks, of course, and points towards the finished work of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It is done. And let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Or say amen. Or let it be. Are you looking for him? Are you looking for him? Study this book. And I just told you there's seven blessings that you received. When you read this book, when you study this book and keep the prophecies there in and do the commandments that's written in the Bible. If you love him, he says, you'll keep my commandments. Finishing up this book today. If you don't know Jesus Christ, the one that this book is talking about, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart unto salvation that God Almighty raised him from the dead on the third day by the quickening spirit. He's the first fruits of death. Believe today he's alive and well and sits by the Father's right hand, making intercession for me and for you. He's He's alive today. He's not dead. He's not in the grave anymore. If you call upon his name today, the Bible says you shall be saved and you shall be set free. He took stripes on his back for your healing. He was chastised for your peace of mind. He was bruised for your iniquities. He made a way where there is no way. He reconciled man back to God. And he's the only way. He's the only mediator between God and man. And that's Jesus Christ. And these broadcasts are all about knowing him. If you don't know him, receiving him. If you know him, believing him today for every aspect of your life. For I am persuaded He said, Paul said, that nothing shall separate me from the love of God, that that which I have committed unto him he is able to keep against that day. By no means, he says, will any body, principality or power pluck you out of my hand. We are kept and sealed by the power of the Holy Ghost. That's not a religious saying. That's a truth today that the Holy Ghost is alive and well. He's the ambassador to Jesus Christ on the earth, and he wants to be very active and participate in our lives if we allow him. The more you yield to the Holy Spirit, there's a lot of spirits. There's only one Holy Spirit. You must try the other ones. Put them up against the Word of God. If they don't like the Word of God, then get away from them. Get away from them. We'll live in the day and age of much deception. For men will come into the house of God. They will be wolves in sheep's clothing. They will, They will... Uh, teach and preach false things against the word of God. They will deny Christ. And anybody that denies Christ is Antichrist. And that spirit is alive and well today. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity, God, to preach your word. We ask you to save souls, to deliver, and to set free. We thank you for this book. And bless us, Lord, as you promised, for reading this book. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless. Till next time. This has been Truth in the Word with Pastor Jim Newsom on Christian Survival Radio. Our email address is truthintheword777 at gmail.com. May God bless each and every one of you. Keep looking up for Jesus is coming soon.